she's pouring from the sky. Stash some chips up. No fear of missing out. I'm about to dip and flip. What? Now pump it up and double up is what we hit. What? 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 This is it. What? Satoshi's pouring from the sky. Stash some chips up. No fear of missing out. I'm about to dip and flip. What? Now pump it up and double up is what we hit. What? Hello, welcome to 21ism.com, sound, culture, renaissance. We curate, craft, and amplify Bitcoin-inspired creativity. Featuring in the design block this month are Prabhu and Pranesh, the two brothers from Doido Industries who make the stunning The Bitcoin Machine, a fully featured Bitcoin full node that comes with a customizable display which lets you see all sorts of Bitcoin network metrics at a glance and which comes in a super cool retro style metallic enclosure that is bound to draw gasps of envy from your Bitcoiner friends. Mining this block for us is MTC, and whilst the audio isn't the greatest, we think this is well worth a listen. They're doing great stuff. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to 21ism. We've got another exciting block for you this month, and it's my pleasure to be leading the design category. I have two Bitcoiners with me by the names of Prabhu and Pranesh, two brothers who have brought a super exciting project to market, which I was lucky to find via Bitcoin Twitter recently. So Prabhu and Pranesh, welcome to 21ism. Yeah, thank you very much for having us here. We are really excited to be here. Great to have you guys. Great to have you. Nice to see you there as well. So I know you're you're in different parts of the world right now. Uh, probably you're out in Malaysia and Panesh, you're all, all the way in India. So it's a bit later where you guys are than it is for me right now, but good to connect with you anyway. So a bit of background story then. Uh, I was lucky to, to find you guys via a thread that I think it was Umbral put together. Umbral, yeah of uh, some super cool looking Bitcoin uh, full nodes. And as I was scrolling through a whole load of thumbnails that they had collated, one really stood out for me. And uh, I highlighted it, click reply in the thread and said, what the hell is this? I I wanna get one, who makes this and where do I get one? And I don't think you were tagged, but you managed to see it anyway, and you dived yeah, into the replies. Yeah. After uh, three days, uh, I saw that uh, the thread and uh, replied. So it was you that replied, was it, Pranesh? Yeah. Great stuff. <laughs> so yeah, look, 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 found its way to me, and I checked out your your website uh, at the bitcoinmachines.com. And wow, what an awesome looking device that you've got. Tell us about, you know, what it is and what it does. And then we'll get into, you know, how you came up with this idea. So tell us about the the product. Describe it to people who haven't seen it. Okay, actually, we are from Doidu Technologies. We founded this company in the year 2018, December. Actually, our first product is the Bitcoin machine. Uh, if you ask us the story, how we got into Bitcoin, it's a big story. Actually, I'm in, uh, I'm into like tinkering weekend projects. I do some hobby projects using Raspberry Pi. Okay. Uh, what happened? Uh, usually I was searching for some projects with Raspberry Pi. Suddenly I found one Raspberry project, which is with using mining. 
they they are using raspberry pi to mine bitcoin by later i found out it's like it's an old article it's like in 2013 then we started searching for mining machine bitcoin mining machine then it it was everywhere wherever we go it's out of stock then it got got to know about a nice ash that is a platform for uh, mining where we can use gpu to mine then where they pay out in uh, bitcoin then i started setting up my mining machine right started mining then later after some time then i got to know about the node bitcoin node was curious to know how it works then i started setting up by, with the raspy blitz it was fun uh, setting up then whenever someone visits our home they ask us what is this then we started explaining them it is a node then what i did i asked my brother to design one uh, enclosure for the node then he designed for me okay so pranesh <laughs> Yeah, he's the one. It, so, yeah. So, so, so Pranesh was responsible for designing. So let, let's just kind of lay it out then. The Bitcoin machine is essentially a Bitcoin full node that marries uh, the, the features and capabilities of a full node. So you can use it as a full node. But it also has, um, I, I guess, a similar fo- functionality to a block clock as well, right? So you can uh, choose to display on a, a nice little LCD uh sats per dollar current bitcoin price um current block height uh, various other uh, you know kpis and, and and metrics for 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 the bitcoin network right so it marries these two you know the, the full node and the block type functionality all in one yes so so had you come up with this uh when you asked pranesh to design something did you have this in mind as the end product or uh were you thinking along was your first iteration in your mind something was it more along the lines of just a full node yeah it's a full um, node but we started with the full node actually i mean you can share uh, the initial prototype which we built yeah can at this moment uh, i want to show you the first prototype which i have designed uh, the thing that uh, prabhu explained me to design is uh, i need an enclosure a sheet metal enclosure which will, which will hold a raspberry pi and a expansion board uh, within a box so i designed like this this uh-huh. is first, first prototype nice all right i'm going to i'm going to include some of the the pictures of that in the the article that we'll put together yeah. on you that's cool i like that as well uh, that's very retro is is that the size of the current product current the current one is half of this actually okay yeah um then we uh, uh started to customize everything inside it you know uh, from the size uh, the expansion board and also how we connect the lcd from the raspberry uh prabhu actually i know a little bit about code uh, coding but prabhu uh, knows uh, how to code and uh, design pcbs you know mm-hmm. So um when i say uh, i need uh, this much of space between lcd and uh, raspberry pi he will he will uh, check with the uh, his uh, software and uh, come back to me and uh, according to that i will make the changes so essentially you guys are designing both the hardware configuration the enclosure the metal enclosure you're producing that metal enclosure and you're also creating the code to give it the features and functionality that you wanted it to to provide as well okay so between you you're you're covering both the software and the hardware 
um, sides to this, right? Yeah. Yes. How what happens is uh, Pranesh takes care of the designing and uh, encoder for manufacturing portion. I handle the software and uh, PCB designing. Got it. Okay. So yeah. So so describe the uh, the features then that you've designed in. Again, you know, assuming people haven't seen this, they haven't managed to get hold of one of these things in their hands. Tell us about the features that the uh, the Bitcoin machine includes. If I were to get one of these into my hands and sit down and start playing with it, what would I be able to to do with it? It is completely a DIY machine. In this DIY machine, what we include is a SATA enclosure. I think you heard of like a expand X8, expansion board, which people usually use for the expansion board. What we did is we designed our own with the minimal whatever required components. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then SATA expansion board. Then we designed our own uh, uh, heat sink. Uh-huh. What happened? Uh, we found some supply chain issues for heat sinks when we want to supply for our customers. So we thought of building our own. We designed our own and we manufactured. I asked Panesh to manufacture one. He designed on his own. He did with uh, aluminum and a copper base. It is performing very well. Then uh, one of the main uh, feature what we have in the Bitcoin machine is the display. 1.8 inch display. Mm-hmm. Actually, how we came out with this idea is uh, whenever our friends visit our home, they usually ask us, what is the current Bitcoin price? <laughs> the up or down, they used to ask. So we are right. thinking, so why not to include that in our Bitcoin machine? So we thought of adding the LC display. In the first version, we showed only the price. What is the current Bitcoin price? Then later, slowly from the community, we started hearing they wanted to have block size block height, then what is the mempool size. Then recently, one of our customers, they asked, uh, they want to show, they want to see current date and time. So in the recent release, we added the date and time as well. This is how it started. Okay. So do you have to set it to one of those particular things, um, either on the machine or using uh, some interface on on a computer or an app? How do, yeah. how do you actually get it to, or does it, okay. can you set it to rotate or is it is it fixed? Well, how do you actually make it show you what, what you want? All right. Okay. What they need to do is once they get in, let's say there are some, there are like Umbrel, Raspberry Blitz, MyNode, or uh, they can run anything like Ronin Dojo. What they need to do is if they know how to SSH into the node, mm-hmm. they just SSH. We have some four steps to follow, four commands to follow. Okay. Just use the port commands. It will ask them what are the screens they like to view on the LCD. Like they want to view the Bitcoin price on the block or sets per dollar or the date and time. Whatever they like, they can choose. So essentially, you could, as long as you're connected to the same network and you're able to um, get into uh, command line of uh, machine that you're using to, to talk to the node, as uh, you, you just follow some some simple SSH commands that you guys have put on on the website, yeah. um, and and I guess if once you've done it a few times, you'll be able to remember it, or you can write them down, and and and, and it should be just a couple of minute job, right? Yes. To, yes. to get it to display one, what one minute job actually. Okay, can you have it rotating? Is that something that is available, or might it be something that you're looking at down the line? We we keep changing actually. Yeah, I mean, the customers input. We started developing new new screens actually. Yeah, uh, that would certainly be something I'd like to see. I'm I'm definitely going to get my hands on one of these things. Sending you one. We are we wanted to send you one actually. Soon we'll be sending it one mission to you for you to play around. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you. Right, lucky me. So I'm happy to then then give you some feedback and be super honest. I'm really keen on understanding 
getting something to market isn't easy. I know this from personal experience. You know, I, I, I make something called the Sats Ledger. It's not a complicated product, but I know that there's lots of things that need to be thought about. Um, you, the way in which you're, you, you've done the branding and the styling, I think, is really nice. I'd love to hear about how you did that uh, and the process that you went through, whether or not you did that yourselves, whether you used other people, third parties, but also the manufacturing as well, actually getting this out of your heads and into um, production, right, with this these metal components and these other components that are part of it, as well as the code. I mean, when, when did this all start for you? What, what year was it you, that, that you decided you were going to try and give this a go? Actually, it started in uh, late 2018. Wow, okay. So three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Two and a half years ago. Okay. So so you, so tell me then, talk, talk me through the, the designs and how you've got to the point at which you have this styling. Because it's, it's really retro styling. And I want to know about your inspirations okay. as well. Right. Uh, let me tell you how we started this project, actually. Uh, when we wanted to have a node, we, we want to avoid the cables outside. We don't want uh -huh. the cables to jumble around here and there. So we want to hide everything inside. That's why I asked my brother to develop the enclosure. Whereby we should not see any unwanted cables outside. Uh -huh. So uh, then that point of time, I was searching for some expansion board. That time I found out uh, X825 or X820. I don't remember exactly. That is the expansion board uh, from... X825, right? I825, right? Okay. That time we had a supply chain issues. I ordered, but it took almost two months. I have not received the board. So then I was thinking, why not we design on our own? Then we started designing our own. Then it took almost uh, three iterations. We failed in few few areas. Then we keep iterating. Then after the third iteration, it was okay, fine. Everything looks fine. Then we thought of going for production. It was fine, but it took some time, actually more than one year for us to come to a point where we thought of, okay, we can sell this. Right. Uh, that is one in the SATA expansion board. Apart from that, uh, Pranesh took care of all the manufacturing area. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, yeah. My day job was uh, into the design and manufacturing. So it was uh, really easy for me to design an enclosure. Uh, but what's challenging in uh, doing this mission is uh, it takes five days to complete all the steps, you know, uh, it involves some uh, eight processing stages from design to laser cut, machining, buffing, and then into uh, bending. So after laser cutting, we could not go for bending directly. We have to uh, uh, do some machining and buffing and then right. into the bending. Right. So, and also if we go for bending, uh, we have to be in person because right. Uh, this is uh, this all machines are done in industrial place, so they will do um, other company jobs also. So uh, there are chances they make mistakes uh, easily. So we have to go there, and uh, each and every machine we should uh, explain them. The bend should be like this uh, in this particular dimension. And after doing this, uh, those uh, stuffs, uh, we have to take it to the powder coating, uh, industrial grade powder coating. And after all this, uh, uh, we are bringing back it to the uh, warehouse where we screen print and test. Right. 
Yeah, and after all this, uh, the most challenging part is uh, the colors, the choices of colors we offer. You know, uh, we want to uh, keep four colors in stock in both uh, styles, flat and lift. So uh, for, for this, uh, to meet out this uh, problem, uh, we keep uh, 20 to 25 uh, machines in stock uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also keep five machines uncoated. There are cases some uh, customers ask for uh, the color, a color which is not listed in the website. For those areas, uh, they will still provide support and uh, talk to the uh, industry and give, uh, give them the color they ask. So what's the most popular color so far? Yeah, the popular uh, style is uh, black lift. And okay. uh, yeah, the color is black. Okay, I, is- I thought orange might might be the most popular, but black is right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's also yeah. popular. Yes, earlier stages people liked orange, but recently what we see is the trend is like a black lift moving fast. Yeah. Than yeah. Orange. So there's two predominant styles, right? One is the flat, which doesn't have the feet, but it has the same uh, three sided enclosure around it well yeah three three-sided enclosures that so it just sits flush with whatever surface it's sitting on and then the lift has some feet so the enclosure continues and bends around and sits on some little feet right and it's that that one in particular i think that that looks more retro yeah so which of the two styles is, is most popular the lift or the flat the lift the lift yeah <laughs> they're really nice so and you you did that styling yourselves right yeah, uh, actually, uh, I offer uh, different styles to Prabhu. He will choose from that. So yeah. uh, this will work out, this will not work out. Actually, this is uh, after some uh, three or four iterations, you know. Yeah. Uh, from this, this to the bringing, yeah. So we uh, contracted in size and also the height. So we wanted to give something uh, uh, more trendy and also... Uh, fully functional without any cables. This is how we uh, designed this machine. Obviously, as, as a Bitcoin full node, it uses an SSD. The SSD is part of the fully enclosed unit as well. You can put an internal SSD in there as well. Yes, yes, exactly. That's why we developed the expansion board. Got it. And is it fair to say that you can retrofit your own node in there? So you can essentially buy the, the expansion board and the enclosure, but essentially put your own Raspberry Pi in that and the SSD in that as well, right? Yes, exactly, yes. Got it. Okay, so as long as you are uh, running, let's say, whatever the recommended Raspberry Pi spec is for the MyNode, Umbral, Raspberry Pi Blitz, you can retroactively fit those into the Bitcoin machine. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. So I noticed on your website, you have mm-hmm. uh, some instructional videos on how to put the Bitcoin machine together because it arrives in complete manufactured packaging with the, the components not pre-assembled. So Actually, it is pre-assembled. It is pre-assembled, uh, okay, it right. It is pre-assembled, but uh, there are people who order uh, only the enclosure step, they need to unscrew it, then they need to put their items like SSD and the Raspberry Pi. Got it. The videos at the moment, I think, are in Spanish, is that right? Yeah, it's in Spanish, actually. It is uh, done by one of our customers. Okay, I was going to say, are you finding that, that most of the units that you're selling are, are to Spanish-speaking um, countries? 
Uh, recently, we see most uh, most of the interest from uh, Mexico. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll put the instructional video together for you for, with, with English. How does that sound? That will be awesome, actually. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much. For this. Consider it done. So, so that's good. So, so you'll be adding more instructional videos to your website. And and, uh, and if the English one is no good and, and people's machines start falling apart, they can blame me. <laughs> What led you into the Bitcoin space then? Let's hear a bit more about about your journeys. Okay, before I became Bitcoiner, actually, I I told you, right, it's like for a hobby, I was searching for some projects. Then I got into the Raspberry Pi mining. I found, uh, then I started reading about the Bitcoin. I started doing research on Bitcoin. I found something, it's something different and it's awesome. How long ago was was this probably? Early early 2017. And you were doing Raspberry Pi mining? No, no. Actually, I was searching for some Raspberry Pi hobby projects. That time, I found the Raspberry Pi mining document. Then later, I started uh, digging on uh, Bitcoin. Then it's fine. Actually, it was good. Then I started uh, explaining this to our friends. They also started investing in mining, actually. It was very good. Then uh, later, slowly, it took like, whenever I explained to someone, they used to ask me, Okay, you are buying, you are into Bitcoin, you are mining and you are buying. So eventually, what are you going to do? How are you going to use it in the real world? So I, I don't have any answer at that time. So what happens, uh, then I later I found there is a card called the 10X from a Singapore company. They offer a visa, visa card, mm-hmm. whereby we load the Bitcoin to that. We can use it in general, normal store. So then I started ordering that card. Then I started using it in restaurants, then grocery shops. Then people, by seeing that, they started asking me, what is that? And I said, it's a Bitcoin. I'm spending Bitcoin using this card. Then using that one, I know uh, almost like 20 of my friends, they got into Bitcoin. So still there are some people who are into shitcoin. Still, we don't care about them. They're okay. <laughs> so we continue to be in the Bitcoin. All right, good stuff. So how about you, Pranesh? Was it a case of, of your brother pulling you into the, the Bitcoin world or were you familiar with it before that? Actually, I was working in a manufacturing company. Um, I'm a design engineer. I was designing enclosures, uh, like you know, uh, the fabrication of sheet metals and into the mechanical world. Um, then uh, one fine day, uh, Prabhu asked me to uh, why can't we uh, design our own things, you know, our uh, own enclosures? And let's see how it works out. Then I um, tried um, to go out to the industrial area in uh, holidays. You know, uh, after um, after finishing my works, I, I go all the free time, go out there and ask for all the stuffs which Prabhu asked me to do. And That's how it started. I was the one uh, explained him what is Bitcoin, how it works. Slowly, I brought him in into the Bitcoin world. Takes a little time, right? Uh, <laughs> it took almost a year for him to understand what exactly is happening in this industry. <laughs> right. Why should we bother with this, and and why why has it got potential for us? And I guess you've you've answered that question satisfactorily for yourselves now, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so when did you start selling the the actual device? Mm-hmm. When did you start selling the devices? Uh, actually, we started selling from uh, 2020, end of 2020, right? Yeah, uh, uh, in the month of October, I think. Yeah. Actually, we wanted to say start early, but due to lockdown and uh, shipment issues, got delayed till the end. 
a difficult year to launch a product yeah, that's being shipped, you know, physical products being shipped internationally, right? Mm, yep. Did you think, oh no, is this going to torpedo our idea or could you see that there was going to be an end to it and, and you'd be able to get through the problems? Problems we can get through, no issues actually. Actually, the, our customers are very understanding. When you tell yeah. them there is a problem with the shipments due to lockdown, they're okay, they're understanding. They said, okay, fine, we are okay with it. I think eventually we can come out of this soon actually. Indeed. I think we're all looking forward to that. So would you, given how both of your origin stories, they're quite, it's quite unusual, right? Um, I, I think for me, at least my own personal journey was a level of, uh, of awareness and dissatisfaction and disgust with the established monetary system that pulled me into the Bitcoin world. Mm-hmm. Whereas with, with you guys, you know, you were sort of more, probably you were more on the tinkering around with Raspberry Pi projects and Pranesh, you, you had a mind for sort of design engineering, you know, these physical closures and what have you, metal laser cutting. So it's it's unusual. But would you describe yourselves as Bitcoiners now? Do you feel like you have fully swallowed the orange pill? Yes, exactly. We are fully into Bitcoin. And also, we if we come up with some other new products also, it will be only for Bitcoin. Bitcoin only company. Yes, only Bitcoin, yes. We love to hear it. That's great. Uh, And uh, we wanted to give only the industrial grade products. Uh, We don't want to compromise on the quality at any stage. Actually, I was telling Prabhu about this at uh, any, um, if he needs any design or if he needs uh, to discuss any future projects, always tell, uh, even it's a small product, it should have a quality. The customer should feel uh, uh, it's worth. So that's our motto. to release any product into looking, the market. Looking at the images, it does look like a really lovely quality product. And looking at the videos as well, which kind of adds a level of, uh, I mean, you know, with, with photos, I, I guess you, you, if you were really looking at this with a suspicious eye, you could say, you know, well, what's been mocked up here and what's real and what isn't. But the videos, uh, I, I think, bear out that the product does look like it's really high quality. I really like the finish. I'm guessing that with the metal enclosure, one of the problems that you have with manufacturing is making sure that it's nice and smooth and doesn't you know, represent a kind of risk for cutting people or injuring people, right? And, and you say it's a it's powder-coated finish as well. So it, it's a nice shiny finish, a gloss finish with the paintwork. Is that right? Yes, actually, yeah. we, got, we got a shiny finish. As well as if you want, we can make matte as well. Mm. There are people who like matte, but usually, uh, currently, what, what are the colors we are giving in shiny finish? Yeah, we are giving a black, purple, uh, orange, and also this one, uh, you know, a pink. Black, purple, orange, and pink. They're the four main colors that you've got right now. Yes, correct. Yeah. Very cool. Have you had to deal with any returns? What's your policy on returns if people aren't? Actually, for now, there is no return policy, but if they find out any issue or something with the board or something, they can call us, we, we can ship. Got it. We need to return actually because since it is international shipping, both of us will be wasting money into the shipping. Instead, yeah. we will ship whatever okay. the problem. So, what's your distribution strategy? Are you are you planning on? Sh- is is it where where is it made? Is it India? India. Yeah, it's all made in India. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, totally made in uh, Chennai. Uh, it's a city in uh, southern India. Yeah, so the total manufacturing happens in an industrial uh, estate. So uh, if I go for a small production, uh, I need to go there. uh, uh, So every process happens in separate places of estate, uh, industrial estate. So laser cut happens uh, in a place. 
and it goes machining for another place and after that it comes back to laser cut place and uh, if everything is okay i'll have to check for the rejection piece and if it qualifies the testing uh, finally into the power coating area so these things uh, will be done by uh, industrial professionals that's how the quality looks good so everything gets made in Chennai in various parts of the the, the plant, mm. and it is is it then for the foreseeable future that you'll just ship directly to the end customer? Uh, yes, are you planning on having any stock held in different countries, say in the US or parts of Europe, what have you? Okay, right now uh, we are shipping directly from India, but we do have actually one of our customers from New Zealand uh, is a Kiwi Lamb. What he, he was a early Bitcoiner, Bitcoin missioner. Actually, he wanted to do a reselling in, in New Zealand area, New Zealand, Australia. He asked us, we said, yeah, that's cool. What we did is we shipped few uh, Bitcoin missions to him. So he mm-hmm. used to sell it to his friends. So right now he's the only reseller in New Zealand and Australia region. But we are looking forward for more and more resellers around the globe. Got it. It looks so damn cool. And with the fact that you're marrying a full node with the LCD display on the machine in the styling that you do, I think these things are going to sell like hotcakes. So what about adding new new designs to the line in future? Are you? I mean, I'm not saying you should, right? Uh, if something's not broken, you don't need to fix it. But what are the plans for, for growing this out? Have you got any thoughts about how you might potentially expand the, the line, expand the range? and yes. new looks to it. What are you thinking in that respect? Okay, right. And the upcoming project, which one we already tested, okay, the current in the current market, what we understood from the customers or they're facing some issue with the power outage. Let's say sudden power outage, there are cases uh, the node data gets corrupted. Either the SD card or the blockchain data gets corrupted. So we want to find out a solution for this. So what we did, uh, we designed the uh, UPS, okay, this is what we call it as powerhouse. Okay, this is the UPS which will fit inside the Bitcoin machine itself. Wow! So you've got an inbuilt, uninterrupted yes, power supply within the yes, node. Power supply. Okay. That I'm is cool as hell. <laughs> Prabhu, uh, can you show uh, the other side of the PC? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, this is the other side. Actually, it has a. Nice. Right? Okay. So it's a large battery. How big is yeah, that? It's a bit bigger than an AA, right? Yeah, that's normal. It's uh, 1860, right? Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, what happened, actually, What this? how it works means, uh, let's say for sudden power outage, this will take care of the power. This will supply the power to the node. Uh, whenever this, there is a power outage, what happens, uh, it will display the current battery percentage in the LCD. Since we have the 1.8 LCD, it will display. So as soon as the power reaches 30%, what happens is there is a chip inside this powerhouse. It will send out a signal to the node, Raspberry Pi, saying that it is already 30%. Please shut down all the Bitcoin services slowly. Okay, what it will do, it safely shut down one by one, like Bitcoin, LND, then any other apps, it's based upon the whatever node they run. Let's say if you use Umbrel, there are many services running in backend. backend yeah. Right? It will shut down each and every one. Let's say in uh, my node, similar to that. It will shut down everything. Then what happens? Within that 30%, it shut downs everything and shut downs the node itself. So it will right. be safe. Let's say when the power is back, it will switch on automatically. That's all. So your data is safe. It will not get corrupted. Great. 
Our you know, main aim is not to keep this uh, node running longer. Maybe it will run for another 30 minutes or like 40 minutes. Our main aim is to shut down the node safely without the data get corrupted. I'm so with you. The upcoming project. The solution to the problem that you were trying to solve wasn't about ensuring that the node remains powered on for as long as possible. It was about making sure that the data was protected and that it yes, could exactly. shut down safely. Hence why you've been able to get an un- uninterrupted power supply into the actual enclosure itself rather than needing something that's the size of a several house bricks. Yes, correct. Yeah. Right. What's the focus actually? Uh-huh. I like your thinking there. So the UPS is one element. How long will it be until you think that actually, is included? Is tested, uh, mm-hmm. We are actually due to the lockdown, we are not able to release. It will be released. Actually, it is due to release this month actually. Right. Due to the extended lockdown, we are planning to release after this lockdown. Once they release the lockdown, we are planning to release. Okay. Soon. Will it be able to be retrofitted to the devices that you have out there already? Yes, yes. We de- okay, we designed the case in such a way that it will fit everything. Even the UPS sits inside the machine. And also, I want to add this. Actually, uh, the customers, the existing customers who have bought the uh, machine already can also use this. They can buy this separately and fit it into the enclosure. They have a provision which is unused right now. They can use after uh, fitting the powerhouse inside after release. So we already given a provision for them to access the port. Excellent. Okay, great thinking. I like it. What else? Okay, there is the other one more product which I want to show you. It is under testing. It will be released soon. Actually, this is the smallest PCB. It's an uh-huh. enclosure. Okay, wait, I'll show you. Can you see two M.2 yeah. SSDs? What is it, sorry? M.2 SSDs. It's like NVMe. Ah, okay, so smaller SSDs. Ah, yes. Two of okay. them here. So yep. this one is like a RAID board. We are we are going to release this for uh, either for they can run using this for a node, or they can use it as a NAS device for NAS device. If one fails, the other one will remain. So right. here's the other one. Next one. Okay. okay. So what you're thinking about then is because uh, I was obviously thinking more on the the design and the look and feel of the the device, but you're you're thinking what's going on inside and how can we improve the functionality of this from um, the kind of hardware engineering side of things, right? Yep. Do you have any plans to do anything on the, the design and the aesthetic side of it? Oh, yeah, design-wise, actually, there is one more. We want to make the enclosure smaller. When we come, when we bring this to the market, this expansion board, this is smaller, right? So we want yeah. to shrink the size of the enclosure. And we are planning to add a 3.5-inch LCD in the front because there are some customers, they started asking us, is it possible for you to design an enclosure with 3.5 inch display? So to remind me how big the enclosure is currently. Is that bigger than 3.5 or smaller? I, it's, currently it is bigger than 3.5 inch. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that occurred to me when you showed me the RAID um, PCB there was that it's, it's a reduction in size. Uh, yeah. So you're essentially going to be able to eliminate the need for an internal SSD. Yes. Okay. Pranesh, do you have a, uh, an actual copy of the, the product that you're shipping right now with you? Yeah, I have. Uh, I can show you. Okay. It's nearby. Okay. You can bring it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like unplugging yeah. everything from the wall. Go, oh, no, I haven't shut it down. From. Don't put any Bitcoin at risk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So 
So while we're waiting for Pranesh to return, so in making it smaller, you're planning on essentially reducing the size of the overall enclosure, reducing the LCD size. Mm. Did you have a view on what the optimum size is that you're going for here? It's a really cool, funky-looking piece of kit. (laughs) From my perspective, you don't want to reduce it down to nothing, and you need to be able to see it, right, potentially from a distance, because it's going to be sitting in a room. You want it on display somewhere so you you can look quickly. Do you have a view on on whether or not that reduction is going to impact negatively at all on no, uh, we are we are going to reduce only the size of the enclosure but we are increasing the size of the display you're reducing the size of the enclosure but you're increasing the size of the display yes exactly nice the current uh, display size is 1.8 inch Ah, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. The one which we are going to release is 3.5 inch. It's bigger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are increasing the size of the display, but reducing the enclosure size. Do you want to hold that up, Pranesh? Let's have a look. Yeah. I know that our, our listeners can't see this. Yeah. Uh, this is right. yeah. a Bitcoin machine and the style is flat, you know, uh, without additional uh, height. The Got it. So that's the one. Per- ah, this is what was foxing me a little bit. The, the current display occupies part part of that front fascia but it doesn't fully occupy it yes so in the next generation you're looking at having a smaller enclosure and a smaller fascia but a larger lcd so it, it will take up more of the footprint of that fascia yes. right correct okay Pranesh, can you show the inside of that so that i yeah, yeah sure okay see you okay can you make it in the okay you can see the SATA expansion board in the middle right yeah. Oh, okay. In the future design, we are going to eliminate this data expansion board. We are going to replace it with uh, like NVMe or M.2 SSD, something similar to this. It will be smaller. Got it. it will, this is the size of a Raspberry Pi, actually. Yeah. So oh, it's the size uh, of a Raspberry Pi. Got it. Yes, exactly. So it's going to be off of the enclosure now. Yeah. Very cool. So, and one more thing, I think you have heard of uh, CM4, right? Uh, Compute Module 4, the latest one, Raspberry Pi. So yep. we are making use of the CM4 to reduce the size some more. Got it. So given that you're making the enclosure smaller, will that impact on, on future? Well, no, I guess, no, it won't impact on, on things that you might add, like the UPS in time, because they'll already have the enclosure, right? Um, so, so, okay, so the UPS that you're making is going to be able to fit in this smaller enclosure as well. Yes. Let's have a look at the bottom, Pranesh. Yes. Okay. So yeah, SSD will come here. How is cooling handled? Cooling, we have uh, passive cooling. Passive cooling, you know, uh, we have heat you sink. Can you throw the sure. heat sinks? You've got heat sinks in there, yeah? Heat sink, yeah. We are shipping along with the heat sink. Is there a fan in there as well? No fan, actually. We are uh, concentrating only for uh, passive cooling. Because we heard uh, in uh, people, those who are running uh, Raspberry Blitz, Okay, uh, you see the uh, heat sink. That's Can a you nice see the other side of the heat sink. Let's have a look at the other. Oh, you can't hear yet. Ah, uh, yeah, he's just connecting. Ah, nice. Uh, okay. So bottom is a. It's a copper block actually. Copper block, right? <laughs> copper block. Yeah. Why copper? Copper. It, oh, huh, why copper? Can you please explain, Pranesh? <laughs> yeah, uh, the copper blocks. Then thermal conductivity is uh, four not four not three. Um, I mean. Uh, the uh, connectivity, uh, I forgot the units. Sorry, it collects more heat. It radiates more uh, than uh, than the aluminum, which is used, which is right. off of that of uh, connectivity. Yeah. 
Okay. So we wanted to uh, use a copper block which touches the processor and brings out the heat into this fins which is made of uh, aluminum uh, 6063. Uh, this uh, particular grade of aluminum has uh, more thermal conductivity in uh, aluminum. That's why we go for uh, a complete machining of this uh, product. How we did is uh, we buy the whole block, then we mission each and every queens. Right. It's completely machined uh, from our side, actually. That's nice. One of the things I've noticed, I've struggled a little bit with being able to keep my umbral online for more than sort of 36, 48 hours. I seem to have to reboot it almost daily. And I'm wondering whether it's a heat issue and also whether it's a power issue as well, potentially. Just even with standard configuration that they've suggested, there's something that isn't quite right with with my setup. But Are you using an official power supply? Yeah, I got. Uh, I used the power supply that shipped with the device. Yeah, which was an official Raspberry Pi one. Let me hear about your your design inspirations. Maybe Pranesh on the yeah. enclosure side. How did you come up with that retro styling? Had you seen yeah. it before, or did it just work with the materials you had to work with, and it kind of just seemed to fall into place? You were, you looked at it and went, "Wow, that's really cool." Or how did it yeah, actually? Yeah. Actually, uh, to be uh, specific, uh, I like the designs from uh, Japan. The people in Japan design uh, designs are so minimalistic. So mm. there will not be uh, more designs. Simple design with uh, all the, um, um, I mean, uh, the usable things into it. You know, uh, this enclosure has only two parts, but it includes everything, you know. Uh, this is uh, this has a tab which will fit the screws and it also looks uh, great in design so i look out for uh, i mean uh, pinterest by hands websites for the designs and i uh, show the things to prabhu uh, how will uh, how will it look so now also i'll uh, i will show the real product which is actually um, out there in the market from the designers uh, designer uh, i mean design space that's how we made it uh, we actually go uh, gone for uh, iteration and uh, two or three i think after that we got to know this should be uh, i mean uh, the design will vary according to the material even the industrial people will, will not know uh, sure about that we have to go there and uh, see how it goes. So if we do a uh, bending uh, in uh, SS material or uh, mild steel, the bend will be more radius. And if you do with aluminum, it will be less due to the uh, uh, ductability, I know. Uh, I think that's the word, I think. Ductability, yeah. 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 Because of that, uh, so I had uh, more challenging times doing this, you know. Uh, so uh, some of the times the whole production went into the uh, rejection because so in lift we have to match the four holes correctly. If something a uh, one mm or two mm goes wrong, means are you all able to hear me? Yeah, 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 we can hear you. Yeah. So uh, at that time we did again and uh, we closely uh, had chat with uh, the folding man in the. Uh, in the laser cutting place, he helped us uh, perform. You know, one more thing: uh, the reason why we moved to 
aluminum many people ask why not a normal sheet metal instead of uh, aluminum because the, because aluminum it's a weightless will be easy for, easy at the time of shipping yes so it's lighter lighter lightweight yes you've got to bear that kind of thing in mind right i know just from shipping small books yeah. to children <laughs> across the world that that shipping isn't cheap and yeah. and you want to try and make these things as accessible for as many people as possible right and um and just that choice of material could make the difference between somebody saying yeah i'm going to i'm going to get one or no because you have to pass that cost on to the the end customer right so all of these things just have to be taken into account what what how did it feel when you had made your first one how many failed you mean after shipping no no after when you had the first unit that was finished Right, okay, finish, okay, with, yeah. with the finished um, metalwork, mm-hmm. everything that you put to the the extension board, the, the you know the PCB, the the SSD in there, etc. You know the LCDs all working. You've got your logo. You mm-hmm. switch it on. It all works the way that you'd envisioned it. Mm-hmm. How did it feel? Describe the moment when it was you awesome. Said, Look at this. I've, we've made fire. Yeah, yeah. We felt like we've made it. <laughs> and so more than us, our friends got excited and actually. By seeing our case, uh, our friends started asking us to design cases for them. Almost uh, 10 uh, enclosures we designed for our friends. How about you, Pranesh? How did it feel when you had that first machine completed? I think yeah, it was an amazing feeling. You know? uh, we have worked around for almost a year, and uh, the mission, uh, uh, the mission uh, is going out with full functionality to a customer. To an international customer, it's a great feel. Um, uh, I uh, sometimes thought of uh, starting a company itself, a big one, you know. Uh, for us, uh, we were working in a company and uh, we never thought of um, uh, starting a company at that moment. And then we registered and came into this space and listing a product that goes out to a customer is an uh, exciting feel, you know. Um, Prabhu and I are uh, very much excited about the first order. A little bit nerve-wracking too, I imagine, right? When you when you've got the, the product, but then you ship it out yes. to somebody who's who's you know paid you some money yes. for this thing, <laughs> and you're going, "Gosh, I hope I like it. I hope it works." Yes. There's there's a little bit of anxiety, but also you know suddenly you're at the point where it's it's no longer an idea in your head. Um, and 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 even just you know something that you've made, it's you've created out of nowhere something that has appeal and value to somebody to the point where they're going to give you some of their hard-earned money for it. Yes, correct. It's exactly. a strange feeling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now from now, what is happening is now the customers are driving us. The community is driving us to a different level. They are giving suggestions on how we can take this note project to a different level. They're being, giving suggestions how we can improve. Okay, how are you taking that feedback at the moment? Is it by your contact form or Twitter or? Through t- Twitter. For now, it's through Twitter and uh, Telegram. Yeah, Telegram's useful for that kind of thing as well. So you've got a, a Bitcoin Machines Telegram community as well? Yes, yes. yes. Brilliant. Okay, I'll, I'll be joining that. Okay, please. So, um, and, so in terms of your... Your friends and your family. Are you family men? Do you, do you have families? No, we are still single. Okay. So Bitcoin we, bachelors. Yeah, Bitcoin bachelors, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, free to do whatever you like. 
Good stuff. All right. How have your friends reacted to this as well? And, and how they're Bitcoiners as well? Your friends, did you pull your yeah, friends into Bitcoiners. it? No, we pulled them into Bitcoin actually. So now they are uh, they are supporting us and they also give input and they give feedback on how we can improve the device. Great. It's good to have friends who are on that journey with you as well. I think um, many people in the Bitcoin space will have friends who who are and who aren't on that journey. So it's good that you've got got some support from from good friends. Exactly. How is it that you're both in different countries now at this point? If you're at liberty to to say, I don't want to pry too much into your your private lives, but how did you end up in um, in two separate locations? Where are you originally from? Actually, uh, we are originally from India, Chennai. Okay, yeah, based from Chennai. Yeah, ten years ago. Actually, and my day job is a ERP consultant. Okay, ERP. ERP, yeah. So and big ERP. enterprise planning systems, right? Yeah, okay. Exactly. The, the like SAP and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, SAP. I'm into Oracle actually. Oracle. Okay. Oracle. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So okay. Is so is is it the the end goal that you'll go into this full time? Do you think yeah, that's possible? Yeah, I'm planning to go full time soon. Yeah. Good on you. Well, you know. I, I think it, this is your first product together, right? That you brought out, at least in the Bitcoin space. Right. I think as a first product, yeah. as a first product, it looks like you've smashed this out of the ballpark, guys. Yeah, really, thank you. So, you know, full credit to you. If this is what you can bring out as a, as a first generation, um, first, first hit at goal, I think you've smashed through the net. So uh, I'm really excited about seeing what else you guys might come up with in the future. Let's wrap up then. Where can people find you? Where can they uh, go and check out the Bitcoin machine and, and get their hands on one? Okay. Uh, if they want to have a hands-on, it only through, they need to come to our office. If not, they can contact us through Twitter, Telegram, and yep. they can even contact through Instagram. Instagram okay. and Pinterest. Yeah. Um, okay. We are mostly active in uh, Twitter and Telegram. So is that, um, remind me of the handle that you use on Twitter? Twitter is Bitcoin Machines. At right? Bitcoin Machines. Yes. Okay. Okay. Pranesh, did you want to come in on that? Ah, uh, yeah. Then one more thing we want to highlight, actually. Okay. Uh, you want to offer the discount code for 21ism customers, those who listen to 21ism podcast. You're planning to have like a $10 discount coupon. Fantastic. Okay, what's the coupon code that they need to use? Uh, 21ism. 21ism. Uh, okay, well, that's that's really kind, guys. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure people will be delighted if they've listened this far. They've got a bonus here of 10 bucks off, off your, your fine wares. Brilliant. Okay, so the website address as well. We've got your Twitter handle locked down. What's the website address? TheBitcoinMachines.com. TheBitcoinMachines.com. Yes. Plural. Fantastic. Okay, guys. We'll carry on chatting, uh, but for everybody else, I'd just like to say thanks so much for taking the time to speak with 21ism today. It's been uh, a pleasure hearing about your project and uh, and your story, and I'm excited about, about getting my hands on one of these fine devices and, uh, and seeing what it can do, giving you some feedback, and, uh, and seeing you and the Bitcoin machines go from strength to strength. So thanks so much for joining us. Okay, thank you. Thanks a lot.